live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. I thank the gentleman for yielding. Just a few minutes ago, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Democrat chair, said, this bill's not about the border. That's the problem. That's what we should be addressing. Four million illegal migrant encounters in, since Joe Biden's been in office. 1.4 million illegal migrants released into the country. One million gotaways and an administration that says the, uh, the border is secure. I mean, laughable. I don't know how they can say that with a straight face. And remember this, too. Remember those border agents on horseback? Remember those guys doing their job on horseback? This administration allowed a lie to fester and grow for months, knowing that those guys did nothing wrong. Yeah, this bill's not about the border. It should be. When are the Democrats going to take this issue seriously? We have literally went from a secure border to no border. When are they going to take it seriously? No, no, they're never going to take it seriously. Obviously, over the last 22 months, they haven't done anything to address it, which leads us to, I think, the logical conclusion any American, every American is making is they're doing this intentionally. Why, I do not know. But it has to be intent. It has to be intentional. It has to be deliberate. It has to be premeditated because you can't have this kind of chaos just happen. And now they bring this bill. The bill that says veterans who've committed crimes that make them deportable aren't going to be deportable. I mean, it makes, makes no sense to me. So I hope at some point the Democrat Party will wake up. I hope at some point the Biden administration will do what everyone knows needs to be done and get, to, get our border secure again. And maybe it would help. Maybe it'd be a good first, first step. Maybe a good start would be for the President of the United States, who is charged with securing our homeland, securing our border, maybe it'd be a good first step if he went to the border. I know the leader of our party has asked him. Leader McCarthy has asked him to go. Why don't they go together? Help unify the country, maybe. Stand up for something that makes sense, that we would actually have a border. Maybe that would be a first step instead of bringing bills like this and not addressing the fundamental problem a bill that's not about the border. You can say that again because this one sure isn't. This Or, 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 Jim Jordan, you, my friend, can run for Speaker of the House and you can be the leader of the party because all of us have a lot more respect for Congressman Jim Jordan from OHIO than we do for Kevin McCoward. Am I right about that? Give me an amen if you'd like to see Jim Jordan be the leader of the Republican Party. If you'd like to see Jim Jordan, the House Speaker, I don't know what Kevin McCarthy has Jim Jordan, or has over Jim Jordan, I should say, um, to the point in which Jim Jordan would actually represent, you know, or, or endorse him for the leadership because Jim Jordan is a leader in his own right. And I very much respect Jim Jordan. Very, very much. I very much respect everybody who is fighting for this country and why any of them would put their support behind Kevin McCarthy. The only way that makes sense is if Kevin McCarthy has promised them something that somebody else will not. That Kevin McCarthy promised them something that somebody else will not. But what I really loved about what Jim Jordan said there was that this is done intentionally. It has to be. Now he goes on to say, I don't know why. Obviously, he does know why. We all know why. And in three years, they'll tell you exactly what we're saying today. Because we are that cutting edge. And I'm not talking about LFA. I'm talking about we, you, me, and everybody else 
who has been pressing forward every single day at the tip of that spear. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Pearl Harbor Day. I don't know whether to say happy Pearl Harbor Day, but definitely in remembrance of Pearl Harbor. And you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, here on Rumble, Roku, Fire Stick, and of course our app and the podcast. This is live from America, and I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a pleasure to do this job for you, and it is an honor to do it for God. Now, Jim Jordan was just explaining how important the border is, right? Well, just real quick, I want you to to hear what Joe Biden thinks of the border. Listen up, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to what he says. and not visit the border. Because the more important thing going on, they're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Why aren't you going to the border? Because uh, there's million things, there's million important, more important things going on. They're going to invest a lot of billions of dollars in a. There's a thousand more important things going on. There are more important things going on than the invasion of the southern border than the millions upon millions that have come into this country that we know of since Joe Biden illegitimately sniffed his way to the White House. You know what I'm saying? Walking around from circle to circle, trying to find a little 13-year-old to sniff. Pedophile. Yeah, there's more important things going on than little girls getting raped at the border. There's more important things going on than the bodies that are decaying at the border. There's more important things going on than the uh, fentanyl that's coming in at a rate so high that it can kill every man, woman, and child in this country seven times over. Way more important things going on. You know, like taking showers with your daughter and stealing elections like they did down in Georgia. The devil definitely went down to Georgia, ladies and gentlemen. The devil definitely went down to Georgia. And we're going to be talking about that and so much more here on Live from America today. I will ask you, we are seeing a, like a, an unusually low number of rumbles lately, but an unusually high amount of peop, audience members. So if you are here and you have not built yourself a profile here yet, at least to be able to just get in the fight and get on the battlefield of pressing that rumble button, well, then you're not fighting as hard as you possibly could. And the way things work here on Rumble, the more Rumbles you get, the more audience engagement you get, the more the algorithm at Rumble says, hey, more people obviously want to hear this. It's not like the algorithms on YouTube and stuff where they're looking for words to shut you down. They're looking for audience engagement to lift you up. Obviously, more people want to hear about this. That's why we got to get it out there, folks. So if you could do that, I would be uh, very, very appreciative. Now, I want to read this, um, this prayer needed from the LFA family here from Joseph uh, Kuiper, Joseph Keeper or Kuiper. I hope I'm, I don't know how to pronounce that, sir. A young man of 18 has contracted viral meningitis. A few weeks ago, he had brain fog, but no one thought anything about it and thought that it would clear up on its own. Fast forward to last week, Sunday, his parents take them to the emergency room where he is, was diagnosed with viral meningitis, 18 years old. He lost the use of his arms and hands, as well as the ability to speak. Recently, they had him up and walking throughout the hospital, and yesterday they released him and sent him home. Today, he's walking around and completely freaking out and paranoid. A few days ago, I saw him on a video singing along to Barely Mumbling, a Christian song that he was familiar with. Now he stands there staring at his family members in a catatonic state and is not responding. He and his family are devout Christians, and the father is definitely a preach, is preacher material. The boy's name is Ed Gones, just like his father and grandfather. You may or may not recall the name of my street, but it's called Gones Place. The father who has settled this street, um, the father is who settled this street when there were only trees. Anyway, the boy up in Alaska is a real nature lover who fishes for salmon and a lot is a follower of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He has come a long way, but still needs prayers. I thank you in advance and appreciate your time. I hope your wife has a wonderful birthday tomorrow. That's when that was sent, folks, before my wife's birthday. And as we were going through emails this morning trying to catch up, that's what I got. So please, please, please keep uh, that family in your prayers. And uh, if you have time today, you may not, 
Uh, please go back and watch the Rise Up show this morning. Very, very powerful. A lot of people joined in and uh, definitely led into the verse of the day today. Now, that verse of the day today we're going to get to right now. And I titled this, Do Not Ignore Your Check Engine Light. Everybody thinks they have more time. Everybody in the world is going about their day. Everybody's just saying, ah, just, I'll do this, I'll do that. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be walking in the flesh for the next, uh, you know, 80 years. I've got time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that 18-year-old boy probably thought he had a lot of time too. And look where he is right now. He's not dead, but he thought he probably had a lot of healthy years left uh, in front of him. Again, do not ignore your check engine light. From the verse of the day, Matthew 24, 37 through 39 says this. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Meaning that the same thing that happened in Noah's day, the destruction of people that just want to live in the flesh and will not uh, listen to Noah's warning signs is going to happen again at the second coming of the Son of Man. Not by flood, but by something else. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the son of man. Folks, do not ignore the check engine light. Do not ignore the flashing red warning light in society. We have technology that warns us when something is wrong or something needs attention. Wouldn't it be great if we had that same thing, something like that in our spiritual world to let us know that we are in need of some repair? Well, I've got some good news for you folks because we do have that. It's called the Holy Spirit. It's also often referred to as your conscience, a sixth sense, or a gut instinct even. That little check engine light that God has installed in all of us at the moment of conception. After all, God said he knew you before you were formed in your womb, which will make you think twice about abortion. He has designed you to have these built-in alarm systems. But unfortunately, people either ignore them completely like they do when they come on in the car or they are temporarily deaf and or blind to the warning sign in hopes that it'll just go away. How many people have seen the check engine light come on and say, ah, that'll go away? In some cases, the light does go off on its own. However, it's only temporary. The problem still exists, but now it's even getting worse. And it's causing other things to not work properly or completely break down as well. Noah warned everyone. Nobody listened. Noah must have been crazy, they thought. Look at the weather. It's so nice out. And even if it did rain, you would never need something like an ark. Our society isn't as bad as the society was then, but it's getting close. Not only is it getting close, but it's decaying faster and faster. We still have time to be like Noah. Jesus said that when the Son of Man returns, we will experience another Noah's Ark event. And I don't know why I spelt Ark A-R-C. It's supposed to be A-R-K. My fault if you got the newsletter. But not by flood, by the fire of the Holy Spirit, accompanied by the Son of the living God and mighty angels to unleash judgment upon this wicked world. If you see a check engine light come on in your life, please don't ignore it. Please don't ignore what it's telling you to do. You also need to help others and warn them that they better attend uh, to their warning signs as well. That is the best thing that you can do for others in your life. And we'd like to thank Jesus for the understanding of this warning sign. We thank you and we praise you in your holy name. Amen. And now let's go to the Lord's Prayer and let's think about that 18-year-old. Let's think about the people that are losing their lives um, unexpectedly out of nowhere. And that is why you can't ignore those warning signs and those check engine lights now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Strong, powerful verse this morning, guys. I'm so glad that we, I got to share it with you today. Um, we had a powerful Rise Up show this morning. Uh, you definitely need to go back and watch that. And Cindy donated $200 in honor of my brothers and sisters that perished on this day. Cindy, thank you so very much in the Rumble chat. Thank you so very much. I want to ask God to bless each and every one of you. We are getting ready for the first and foremost section, so please lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. And ladies and gentlemen, I have two things that keep me going every day, two things that allow me to do uh, three shows now every day, and that is my Rise Up Coffee, this Rise Up Coffee, which we've been drinking so much of lately, and my Field of Greens. If you've got your Field of Greens handy, raise your hand in the comment section and let us know what kind you have. If you got a coffee in your hand, raise your hand and let, let us know that you are fueled up and you're ready to go because it is time for Live from America. Here we go. First and foremost section, big story of the day. Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, the devil went down to Georgia and Herschel Walker concedes the Senate runoff race already. Now, just a week ago, not even, a judge said that they were allowed to count ballots for up to three days after the runoff election, that they were allowed to count ballots for up to three days. Now, before I really get into all of this, let me ask you all a question. Now, I might be wrong. Somebody said, we'll watch later. No volume. No volume? Who has no volume? Has everybody else got volume? I think you do. I would refresh or go back in or I'd try to open it up in another browser. That's what I would try to do. Now, before we get into the story here, I want to ask you this. When was the last time that you saw in an election a Republican leading at the end of the night and they actually called the race for the Republican. And the Democrat conceded that night. It seems to me that every time a Republican is winning, it goes on for just, it, it, they, never, they never call the race. They never call the race, and the Democrat never concedes. They go on for, look at, look at Lauren Boebert. Look at Lauren Boebert. Look at Joe Kent. Look at Carrie Lake. Look at all these Republicans who were leading substantially, but they won't call it. And they go for days and days and days and days. But if a Democrat is up, oh, they're calling that by midnight. They're calling that by 10 p.m., 11 p.m., definitely by 12 a.m. They're calling that, and the Republican is conceding by 6 a.m. the next day. Isn't that weird? Isn't it weird that the media... We'll call it Newsmax, Fox News. They all call it before even close to all the precincts are in. Yet, and the, and the Republican concedes. But if a Republican is winning at the end of the night, it goes on for days and days and days and days and days and days for them to bring in more and more and more and more ballots. Now, I don't know if you got a chance to watch Loud Majority this morning, but Sean Farish was absolutely PO'd. He had every right to be because where we are losing is not on election day. Where we are losing is the, the, uh, the early vote ballots. That's where we're losing. That's where we're losing. And Sean had a great point this morning too. Somebody says it doesn't matter how much you win, how much you vote, how many people come out, they will make up the ballots. Well, here's the thing. They really can't make up the ballots in real time. They have to make them prior to. And they can only cover as much as they think they can cover to win. But if we're doing the same thing we're doing and we're showing up at the ballot boxes, which base or at the uh, voting poll places, which is actually going down quite a bit. The last two, the, the last two races, Arizona and the Senate uh, uh, runoff race, there was a low turnout for Republicans under the age of 30 and under. They're not getting out the vote. And again, Sean's right. If they could just come up with anything they want, then why did Lauren Boebert, uh, why did she go through what she went through? Why didn't they just... Why didn't they just print off what they needed to get and, 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 and push, your, push um, what's his name? Uh, show, what, I can't remember the guy's name. Over the edge, right? Here, same thing with this one right here, this runoff race. If they can just print them right on the, right on the scene and, and actually count them and have them count for something, um, why didn't they do that and, and avoid the runoff? 
They, they can print prior to, they can have all the ballots, they can send them out to everybody you want, they can have somebody collect them, they can ballot harvest all day long. But at the end of the day, they only have as much as they do really on election day. But here's the real problem in Georgia outside of Brian Kemp. And I know there's a lot of Georgians who love Brian Kemp. I don't understand it. It's kind of like the same symptom, the same disease that we have here in New Hampshire. We have everybody in the world voting for Chris Sununu, and he's the biggest pile of crap in the state. I get it. The real problem down there was that the Republican Party, the RNC and the GOP, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people have not been talking about, but I know this to be true, 100%. The GOP and the RNC told Donald Trump and MAGA to stay away for the runoff race. That is what's going on, folks. The GOP and the RNC told Donald Trump, just like they did in Missouri, to stay away. That is why, when I was completely screaming why MAGA has not been down there with Herschel Walker, where's Trump? Where's Trump Jr.? Where's the MTGs? Where's the Matt Gates? Where's the DeSantis's? It's not enough to endorse. You've got to be on the ground. You've got to be raising excitement. You've got to be getting some encouragement and some inspiration in the people of the state. Guess who's not able to do that? Flimsy Lindsey Graham, Sean Hannity, and Ted Cruz. I told you. I told you the biggest problem here was that there was nobody of significance down there working with Herschel. Herschel's a great man. He's a wonderful man of God. He's a good family man. He makes mistakes like all of us. He was a terrible, terrible pick for a Senate candidate. I've said that since day one. And because he was a terrible pick for a candidate, he needed help, help that he did not get. Now, I'm going to tell you what they asked of Donald Trump. The same thing they did in Missouri with Eric Schmidt and Eric uh, Greitens. Stay away or else you're going to be toxic to this and we're going to lose. So Donald Trump stayed away. That's what happened. I've had a lot of conversations over the last two evenings with people when I should be spending time with my family. And that is what happened. So Donald Trump said, "Okay, we'll stay away. And look what happened. And it's kind of. It's not a blessing in disguise. I don't want to say it is because this kind of stuff is, makes me so upset. But what does that show you? There's, some good, you? there's good in everything, right? So what can, be, what can be taken out of this scenario that the GOP and the RNC told Donald Trump to stay away? Donald Trump complies with that request. And then this happens. What is the good to take out of that? Well, I'll tell you what the good is. The good is this. Talk, 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 and Trump listened. Really? I'm not sure what that means. Here's the good in this. The good in this is Trump is showing the, D, the, uh, the GOP and the RNC and the rest of the, the country they don't have any kind of hope in winning at all if MAGA is not involved. We are at a crossroads in our Republican Party, ladies and gentlemen, and I really want to break this down for you. The party is either going to be controlled by Trump and MAGA or the party is going to be controlled by the GOP RNC establishment moving forward into 2024. Neither can win without the other. Somebody is going to have to give or one of the other one of us is going to have to swallow the other one. It's either they're going to have to give and capitulate or we're going to have to swallow the other one. In 2016, Donald Trump's approach was steamroll over them, swallow the RNC, swallow the GOP, get rid of the establishment, boom, I become president. So one of these one thing's going to have to happen for us to get on the same page, for us to play the ballot game, and for us to get out the enthusiasm and excitement around the country to show up and vote in numbers that you've never seen. So one of those two things is going to have to happen. Now, the likelihood of MAGA and Trump giving in to the establishment is, the, is probably a 5% chance, a 95% chance that, that we won't, and a 5% chance that we will. The likelihood that the GOP and the RNC will give in to us is the opposite. 5% chance that they won't, and a 95% chance that they will. So here's what needs to happen. We need to keep pushing forward on the the same thing we've been doing for the last two years. Nothing different. Actually, 
Actually, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to do one thing different, and that is put our foot on the gas even harder. And you want to know what's a good comparison? Is the rumbles I was talking about. If we can't even like a video, how are we supposed to get out as a family, as a society, as a Republican Party, as a MAGA movement, how are we supposed to get out there and win these elections? If we can't even like a video, you see what I'm saying? And I'm, and I'm, not, saying, I'm not saying that to get the likes. I'm saying that to compare something with what we need to do moving forward. We kept our foot on the gas, and somewhere in the last three months, I've seen people let their foot off the gas and start pressing the brakes. No, 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 no. Because you think we won the house? Not winning the house was huge. It's going to make it so we stop the bleeding, period. But we've got to get the right leadership in there. We can't have the GOP and the RNC. Somebody is going to have to give for us to move forward as one big massive party. And I can tell you this, it's not going to be us. So come hell or high water, we will take over this Republican Party. We cannot continue to keep putting Ronna McDaniel, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McChina, all, Steve Scalise, all of these re- establishment Republican rhinos, Lindsey Graham, and yes, even Ted Cruz, as much as my stock, Ted Cruz stock in my book has went way up, yes, even him. One thing, one of the other is going to happen. I can tell you that. And this is 100% the fault of the GOP. But the good thing that we take out of this, I'll go back to that good thing, is this. Trump just showed the GOP and the RNC that they aren't Schiff without him and without us. What does that do? Well, that's going to reverberate to who? Ronna McDaniel. That's going to reverberate to Ronna McDaniel. We've got to get rid of her. Because now what we're going to have is the Democrats hold a majority in the Senate. Do you know the only thing that you need to get rid of the filibuster is a majority? That means that right now, in order to avoid getting rid of the filibuster, and if you get rid of the filibuster, then you get a packed Supreme Court. You get federalizing the elections, or at least through the Senate. Now that we got the House, it won't pass there. So praise God on that one, right? Praise God on that one. But if you avoid, if you get rid of the filibuster, we are absolutely screwed on so many other things. So we have to rely now on Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. That's who we have to rely on in the Senate now. Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. Like I told you, the filibuster being in place really, really holds the checks and balances of everything. But now all, they, the only thing they need to get rid of the filibuster, they don't need the 60 votes that, you, that the filibuster requires for everything else. They just need a simple majority, and they've got it. And they've got it. 51 to 49, simple majority. So... Let's go back to Ronna McDaniel. How does this reverberate back to Ronna McDaniel? Well, we've got to get rid of her as the leader of the RNC. And the, and, the, and the Republican Party also has to see this and realize this. Wow, we're not only going to win without Trump and MAGA. We're not going to win as Ronna McDaniel as the leader of the Republican Party or as the chair of the RNC. So let's get into that. Lee Zeldin has come out and said, I am not going to run for the RNC chair for now. I want to read you this letter put out. Well, I don't want to read the full statement, but I will read this. Lee Zeldin tweeted out, RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel should not run for a fourth term. I will also not be running for RNC chair at this time with McDaniel's reelection pre-baked by design. But that does not mean she should ever be running again. It's time the GOP elects new leadership. It's time for fresh blood. Well, here's the problem. The GOP is all rhinos. We do, however, have 155 MAGA House candidates, ladies and gentlemen. It's not like MAGA is not represented. They've got to get stronger. They've got to get bolder. They've got to, say, they've got to do the hard thing and say, nope, you're not getting our vote. These people like Matt Gates, Andy Biggs, all these, they've got to hold out. They've got to hold out because sooner or later, somebody's going to have to give. Sooner or later, somebody's going to have to give. Somebody's bluff must be called. And I think this is, this is MAGA's time to take over everything. They've got to get strong. They've got to deny Kevin McCarthy. And they've got to deny Ronna McDaniel. So who does that leave left to take over Ronna McDaniel's spot as RNC chair? It leaves my pillows, Mike Lindell, right here. 
And that leaves Harmeet Dillon, who is a Trump attorney, California Republican, used to be the head of the Republican Party in California. Now, Harmeet Dillon is promising uh, her very first thing she's going to do is hire Scott Pressler. Now, if you're a Republican Party, okay, if you're a Republican Party, the one thing you need outside of the MAGA vote and the MAGA base and Donald Trump and his endorsements, you need a ground game. That is the one thing that the, um, the, uh, the GOP does not have. They do not have a ground game. Never had one. Never invested in it. Don't know how to do it. Absolutely stupid and green. None of them are based. They're all morons. However, if uh, Harmeet Dillon gets in there and she hires Scott Pressler as the guy to train other people in each state and to get ground teams across the country to get out there and pre-register, get people going, bring them ballots if needed. This is part of the ballot game. This is part of what we need. We would kill two birds with one stone here. We would have a very, very tough, strong RNC chair who understands that the ground game is needed. We would have Scott Pressler, the head of her ground game, the head of the ground game for the RNC. He would have a team of unstoppable people with resources. Right now, Scott Pressler's doing this on his own resources. Uh, resources. Imagine having the resources of the uh, Republican Party. Imagine what he could do. Imagine the excitement and the uh, inspiration that he could spread to young Republicans. It would be absolutely phenomenal, ladies and gentlemen. So that's who you have running. Now, while I love my pillow and Mike Lindell, as a matter of fact, my wife and I got two body pillows last night. We got them in last night. We didn't have the body pillows. I definitely suggest getting the body pillows, folks. They are massive. They are so big. And if you don't have them and you like to cuddle with something, and you like to lay side by side with something and you just stuff pillows in, get that big, huge body pillow. I'll tell you that. But I'll tell you this. I love my, I love Mike Lindell. I love my pillow. I think my, Mike Lindell is great, but I don't think there is a chance that the Republican Party allows Mike Lindell as the leader of the, of, the, of, the chair, of the chair of the RNC. I just don't see that a possibility, although I'd love it. But I think our best bet is Harmeet Dillon because of her promise to have a ground game. And a ground game is what is absolutely needed, ladies and gentlemen. A ground game is absolutely what is needed. Now, before we go to break and talk about and, and give some love to a sponsor, I want to talk about Brazil real quick and how this actually applies to our Republican Party here. Because Brazil conservatives yesterday presented the entire catalog of election fraud, not just evidence, but proof, proof of the election fraud. And the GOP here is saying absolutely nothing about it. Look at these awesome, young, strong, conservative leaders down in Brazil showing you a list of their uh, fraud that they uncovered, okay? So let me get to this list. Satel Farage presented Von Storch with the Berlin Charter, a catalog of voter suppression and election manipulation tactics used by the leftist Supreme Court and the Superior Electoral Court in Brazil after saying that the mainstream media's refusal to report on the millions of pro-democracy protesters in Brazil is a danger to free speech and democracy itself. I hate that word democracy, but Brazil is a democracy. We are not. We are a constitutional republic. So, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. I'm going to go right down the list from number one all the way to number 19. Here we go. Punishing opinion crimes, a crime that does not exist in Brazilian criminal law, bypassing jurisdiction of the Congress. Number two, unconstitutional ban on publishing reasonable professional criticism of the insecure and vulnerable Brazilian electoral process. Number three, unlawful investigations that undermine the constitutional powers of the Attorney General and Justice Department in relation to opening, continuing, and recording proceedings. Number four, ignoring the Attorney General and the Justice Department's calls for opening and closing of the investigations. Number five, opening court proceedings without respecting jurisdiction and jurisprudence. 
Number six, obstruction of attorney access to clients and the legitimate and constitutional right to a full defense. Number seven, unconstitutional decisions without legal basis and against Brazilian law. Same stuff happened here, ladies and gentlemen, against the Constitution and state constitution in all these swing states. Number eight, extra legal formation of a federal police uh, group for the illegal execution of arrests and enforcement. Sound familiar? Number nine, ignoring elementary constitutional norms when interpreting the law on the legal limits of the electoral system. Number 10, oppression of freedom of speech. Number 11, press censorship. Number 12, control of the media and social network content. Number 13, unlawful delegation of powers to fact-checking agencies. Number 14, blocking and banning conservative profiles on social media networks, including parliamentarian supporters, journalists, businessmen, authorities, and experts on constitutional law. Number 15, demonetization of social media with irreversible economic and social consequences. Number 16, seizure of assets, resources, electronic device, bank accounts, and others. Number 17, restriction of free parliamentary work. Number 18, threatened, threatening to imprison citizens, parliamentarians, party members, journalists, businessmen, and le- legitimate authorities. And number 19, transforming the Supreme Court and Superior Electoral co- uh, Court into a political instrument at the service of the opposition with the aim of preventing the President of the Republic from exercising his legitimate right to govern as guaranteed by the federal constitution. How many of this uh, of those sound absolutely familiar to you? How many of those 19 reasons that they cannot allow an illegal transfer of power sound familiar with here in the United States of America? The big question is is we just had Jake uh, Jake Skeletor, this guy, we just had him invite the illegal communist coup winner, Lula, to the White House. And yet the Republicans are saying absolutely nothing about this. The Republicans are not offering any help or support to the Brazilians down there in any way, shape, or form. When will the Republican Party in the United States wake up, support the Brazilian people in their fight against the communist coup? How about never? Because they're not even standing up and doing it to the people here in America. That's the problem. It's a globalist playbook from country to country. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. And until, until we exercise the right that the Constitution gives us when our government gets to this place, we're going to continue to keep meeting them on the battlefield every single day legally to try to continue to make more room for all of us to actually have a fair playing field, have a fair game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, at this moment, we are going to take a quick break and we're going to go and we're going to talk about uh, GoldCo because GoldCo has been a sponsor here for like six months now, something like that. And when every other, uh, when every other sponsor, like on Fox News and all the other, they get pressured to uh, cancel their sponsorship of a show, not our sponsors, our sponsors, the Field of Greens, the, the, the Gold Co., the, the Enviro Cleanses, the Home Title Locks, they come to us specifically, specifically, conservatives. And we go to them and we form a nice partnership with these people. And I can't tell you how many people in the LFA family have already taken advantage of Gold Co. Yesterday, we had another LFA family member uh, say we're, we're wrapping up our conversion of our finances and our funds uh, into gold and silver IRAs. You should do the same or else you're going to continue to watch your savings go right down the toilet and end up in the back pocket of Vladimir Zelensky, which we will get to in a minute. So, ladies and gentlemen, secure your nest egg today. Go to goldco.com or call 855-559-3433, goldco.com, if you want to start getting serious today, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on here. Uh, we're going to go to Virginia because we do got we have some good news coming out of Virginia. We have some good news coming from Governor Glenn Youngkin as he has just ended all COVID-19 fines and penalties in the state of Virginia and also wants reimbursement 
a reimbursement process implemented for all those who paid unjust fines. That's a good move. It's a great move by Governor Glenn, Glenn Youngkin. And uh, he could have he could have went back on a lot of promises that he made. And so far, with the exception of a couple things, I am pretty happy with Governor Glenn Youngkin. So let's go ahead and give him the Smarty Award of the Day today. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day goes to Governor Glenn Youngkin for actually waking up and ending COVID crap. It's about time. And you know what? As soon as somebody does it, everybody does it, right? And we talked about Texas yesterday and what they're doing. And I think this is the reason why, uh, like a hair on my eye there, Governor Glenn Youngkin did the same thing. He signed uh, an executive order yesterday ending all COVID-19 fines and penalties in Virginia. Quote, while we can't undo the damage done during the Northam administration, we are taking action going forward to end COVID-era draconian overreach, Glenn Youngkin said. He also wants a reimbursement process put into place for all those who paid unjust fines, uh, which I think is absolutely wonderful. Um, so ending the collection of enforcement of fines and fees placed on individuals, businesses, that violated the COVID-19 shutdown violations, directing enforcement agencies, boards, and commissions to report all fines, fees, and suspensions immediately. Look at that. W.R. Carr says, talking to Gold Co. now. <laughs> Smart move. Smart move. While halting all further collections, Glenn Youngkin also plans to work with the Secretary of Finance to work with agencies to develop a reimbursement process for individuals and businesses who paid unjust COVID-19 fines in the past. The fact that the businesses are still dealing with COVID-19 related penalties and fines is infuriating, he said. Livelihoods are on the line. In the previous administration, we saw our government shut down uh, businesses and close our schools, separate us from one another, close our churches. And while we can't undo that damage, we might be able to give some people some relief. It's about time. And Matt Strickland, an Iraqi war veteran in, and, and a business owner and candidate for state senator in Virginia, said this was a great and bold move. Restaurant owners are also praising what Governor Yunkin did here. And uh, this is incredible because so many people refused shutdowns and they got fined, put in jail or whatever. All right. Um, I want to play this video for you for this man who kept his business open. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about COVID released tax, uh, COVID tax relief. These are the people, these are the kind of people, the people that kept their business open and refused but got fined, the people who got shut down and they still um, tried to keep their employees somewhat, um, you know, employed in some way, shape, or form. That is what the COVID tax relief is for. But let's go ahead and play this video real quick for you. Uh, this is from a business owner who was actually uh, shut down, and he said, no, not going to happen. And uh, he, didn't, he did not allow them to shut him down. Let's see if I got this video here. Hold on here. Let's go back. Found to be detrimental to the community, but you're still going to shut a man's business down over that. You're not here to discuss whether or not they're unconstitutional. You're just here to do your job, right? Uh -huh. This just happened this month, ladies and gentlemen. This and you're going to enforce that regardless, right? Two yeah. years after defying so the So you're mandates. part of the problem, man. I want you to know that. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Yep. You're part of the problem. Yep. Everybody in here, every one of you, man. What's going on in this country right now? Yep. The reason that we're in the situation we're in as the United States of America, you're part of the problem, sir. So you can't complain about what the president's doing. You can't complain about the state that the country's in right now. You can't, you can't complain about how screwed up it is. You're part of the problem, sir. You're just doing your job. So many people were just doing their job for Hitler. That's right. Back in Germany. That's right. You as well, sir. That goes, that goes for you as well. That goes for you as well. That goes for all of you. That goes for all of you, man. There's no excuse. There's zero excuse. Just doing my job, that's not an excuse anymore. That's right. Just doing my job is not an excuse anymore. We are well past that. And that was in Spotsylvania, Virginia. And that was literally, ladies and gentlemen, five days ago, five days ago, which I think also prompted Governor Youngkin to come out and say, nope, no longer, no longer. And everybody that you did shut down, guess what? 
We're going to reimburse them. That is a good governor. That is a Ron DeSantis-like move. So you know what? Whether you like him or whether you don't, when a governor does something good, you've got to call him out and say, you know what? Good job on you. Good job on you. No more. No more saying I'm just doing my job. Those days are over. Those days are over. And the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of if it's Kevin McCarthy or whoever says they're going to get it done, it looks like Congress is about ready to roll back, to, uh, to, to put it in the defense bill, to, to stop the mandate for our military men and women. So if any of them held out, they're about to uh, reap those rewards. If any of them were able to hold out, all of our military service men and women, they're about ready to reap those rewards because that COVID mandate is about to be dropped next week, ladies and gentlemen. Big, big, beautiful news. They're big, beautiful news, okay? They should have never had to take it in the first place. They should have never had to been forced to take it, but they were forced, okay? And I know a lot about forced. I was forced out. I was forced out, but I'm coming back and we're not going to let it stand. And hopefully, there's more of a reimbursement for our men and women who had to deal with that crap. Who had to deal with that crap. Did you guys know that Joe Biden, speaking of somebody who loves all this COVID crap, and by the way, Joe Biden still wants the military vaccinated. But do you know that he has plans, word around the water cooler, in D.C. anyway, my friends say that Joe Biden has plans to announce that he's going to run for 2024 president right after Christmas. I got to thinking about that. I thought he was going to be dead last year, remember? Or removed. And I got to thinking about that. If Joe Biden really does announce his bid for 2024 after Christmas, then what I thought about him and what I thought about the left and and their control over him actually has to be right. That they love to have somebody that they can literally puppet who has no plans, who has no which way to go right or left. I don't know which way I'm going. Who's lost half the time. The best person to have for the left is somebody who does exactly what they tell him to do with zero pushback. How great is it? They can just flaunt him around. They can tell him over here, Mr. President. They can tell him what to say, who to call on. No mind of his own. Ladies and gentlemen, if that man actually runs for president in 2024, what is actually, what could be crazier than that? What news could be crazier than Joe Biden running against Donald J. Trump in 2024? Well, I didn't think I would see crazier news today, but I actually did. I actually did. And that is this, ladies and gentlemen. Time Magazine has named their person of the year. After the short list that I showed you yesterday, Time Magazine has named Vladimir Zelensky, the leather thong wearing, who knows what, leader of Ukraine has received the Time Person of the Year. Unbelievable. Absolutely disgraceful. But you know what, Time Magazine? You can't spell magazine without spelling MAGA. So you better get ready to put Donald Trump as the person of the year in 2024 when we come back and we slice through the GOP and we slice through the DNC and we slice through the Uniparty and we literally take it all back and take you all down. What a disgusting display. You know what? That's who gets the Dumb Dumb Award right there. That's who gets the Dumb Dumb Award right there. Time Magazine and Vladimir Zelensky. Unfreaking believable Anyway, we talked about COVID tax relief, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it again. Hopefully all these people, all these people that were shut down, like that man you've seen in that video, all of these churches, all of these 501c3s, Hopefully all of them understand that this is not a scam. This is not a loan. This is money that's already been passed for you to go get back. It's about time to prop your business back up again. It's about time to prop your church back up again and pay the bills that you're laid on. It's about time to hire some people back. Because if you were affected in any way by COVID-19, your business, your 501c3 or your church, and you had W2 employees, you're eligible for up to $26,000 and more if you can prove that the supply chain actually destroyed your business as well. So go to covidtaxrelief.org. Get your boss to do it. Get your friend's boss to do it. Somebody you know owns a business. Go get this money before they ship it over to Vladimir Zelensky and he buys more leather thongs so he can be in more stupid, weird videos. Covidtaxrelief.org. Good men, good people trying to help out. And you want to know, somebody asked, well, what do they get out of this? Well, they take a percentage of what you get back. 
for helping you get the money and get it quick. They take a little percentage of you getting it back. That's how they make money on this. Somebody asked that the other day. Somebody asked that the other day. Now, two others that were mentioned in that short list were Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. Both of those men are so much more qualified and so much more deserving of any kind of title of person of the year. Not that it really matters what Time Magazine thinks, right? Nobody cares. But you have people like Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis who are actually doing something for the good of humanity, not just sucking off of it, not just being a leech and taking everybody, everybody's taxpayer dollars. So Elon Musk, let's talk about him for a minute, okay? He, he could have got the Times Person of the Year. And yesterday, he fired the former FBI lawyer behind Russiagate hoax, allowing the Hunter Biden laptop story to be censored. This attorney who worked for the FBI also worked for Twitter. And Elon Musk said, oh, you were involved in that, Jim Baker? You were involved in that? He was also involved with the Clinton campaign. Oh, you were involved with that? Well, guess what? You're fired. Get your stuff. Get out of here. Like I said yesterday, people are starting to see justice. You're just not hearing about it because they're not the same people we want to see justice. But it will be. You got to work your way up like a crime syndicate. You know what I mean? Twitter CEO Elon Musk fired Jim Baker, the company's deputy general counsel, yesterday after an unconvincing explanation of the terminated employee's role in the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And ladies and gentlemen, Elon Musk is, is, is uh, saying he's going to put out a lot more. He's saying he's going to put out a lot more to the fact, to the point where he thinks he's going to be assassinated, folks. He's had to hire around-the-clock security. The first batch of Twitter files that came out last week revealed how Baker went on to play an instrumental role in suppressing blockbuster stories from the New York Post about the Biden Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden laptop story. And Baker soon weighed in with the same signature bias that characterized the Russian investigations. So Elon Musk said, pack your stuff, pack your Schiff, and get out of here. Pack your Adam Schiff and get out of here. So that's good news. He was up for the Time Man of the Year, Time's Person of the Year. He sends rockets into space. He built a, uh, the, uh, the, the creme de la creme when it comes to electric vehicles. And... He buys Twitter to expose all the crap that's going on in this country. I think he definitely deserves it. You want, you want to know who else deserves it? Ron DeSantis. He was on that short list. And I can tell you this, folks. Ron DeSantis, regardless of all this talk between him and Donald J. Trump, he still is America's governor. He still is by far the second most powerful Republican in the country, as far as political capital anyway. And everybody's been really, really hard on Ron DeSantis lately about his uh, decision to make a U-turn on the whole holding Disney accountable for their special tax exemption. If you've noticed, I've not touched that story. You must ask yourself why. Actually, you're asking me why. The last two days, I've had people saying, why aren't you talking about DeSantis? Why aren't you talking about DeSantis? Because it was the same thing as Trump wanting to suspend the Constitution. It was that same kind of crap that I don't pay attention to until it's time to pay attention to it. And that's this. Ron DeSantis has come out and said, there will be zero give and there will be no U-turns on the decision to strip Disney of their special tax status. Ron DeSantis has no plans to back down against corporate behemoth Walt Disney Company after speculation that laws put in place in April to dissolve the company's self-governing power were going to be scaled back. Chapik told Florida Disney employees that it is clear that this is not just an issue about a bill in Florida, but instead yet another challenge to basic human rights. You needed me to be stronger ally in the fight for equal rights, and I let you down. I am sorry. We need to use our influence to promote. Um, this, is just, this is just a statement by somebody. But I want to get back to um, Governor Ron DeSantis' office because his press secretary, Brian Griffin, told the Center Square that there, is, there will be no turning back on that decision, and that businesses in Florida will benefit from Disney losing its privileges. Quote, Governor Ron DeSantis does not make U-turns, he said. We will have an even playing field for businesses in Florida, and the state certainly owes no special favors to any one company. Disney's debts will not fall on the taxpayers of Florida. 
And this will not be a U-turn, and we will not turn back on this. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of false news out there, a lot of fake news. And sometimes I do fall into it, I'm not going to lie. But I was not about to fall into this one. I was not about to fall into this one. So, big shout-out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm reading the chat today. I'm reading the chat, folks. I'm putting the chat up when I can. There's just a lot of news to get to, and we have... um, we have, uh, we have another show to get to right after this, so I'll pull up the chat for you right now. Somebody said you don't think I'm reading the chat, so I see the chats. I see them. There you go. I apologize for that. I apologize, Terry Sue. Jeremy, if Biden runs in 2024, they will rig it for him. That makes me worried. Well, we have a lot of things that we're doing for 2024 that have not been done yet in the Republican Party, so just know that. My job has already benefited from Disney failing, uh, says Florida Girl. Good. Heard that next year the government will be poised to uh, poison the water system for it to not be useful. I'm just reading these guys. Are we still live? Yes, we're still live. I didn't know, I didn't know that uh, people didn't think we were. We've got 4,400 people watching. How many rumbles do we have? Where are we with rumbles? Come on, 1,230 rumbles, really? <laughs> 1,230 rumbles. I never understand that. That either means that 3,000 people don't have a Rumble profile and cannot like the show, which I don't understand why they just don't build a Rumble profile. It's so weird to me. You know how much you could help the message and getting it out there if you just did that? Or people just won't reach down. I don't know. It's weird. People ask that all the time. How come we don't see more Rumbles? I was just reading it. I don't know. Not sure. Anyway, folks, we've got a few minutes left. Um, So anyway, Ron DeSantis, big shout out to Ron DeSantis. Big shout out for his office. I absolutely love the fact that he didn't cave on that, and he's not going to cave on that, okay? You don't read our chats. You don't even care, says Rev Ron. (laughs) I know, right? I try. I'm trying. Anyway, Walmart CEO, ladies and gentlemen, said they're going to be closing Walmart stores. Not due to going woke, not due to going broke, but due to Biden's crime. Due to this Democrat Biden crime rise, so many, built, so many companies are having to shut down stores. Some, like in North Philly, are walking around with security uh, guards with AR-15s so that they don't get robbed. And now Walmart is saying that they are going to close stores due to rising crime. If shoplifting continues, we are going to be forced to shut down stores all over the country. We've got safety measures. We've got security measures that we put in place store by store. I think local law enforcement being staffed and being a good partner is part of the equation, and that's normally how we approach it. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, there's been a lack of law enforcement approach to help us, and that's because of the mayors of these places. And over time, as prices of the prices of things get higher, we keep losing more and more inventory. We're going to have to start shutting down stores city by city, location by location. Do you want to know where they're going to start? I'll tell you where. Democrat cities, ladies and gentlemen, because that's where the crime is running rampant. Democrat cities. Maybe, just maybe, Walmart ought to invest in some home title lock, huh? Just maybe, Walmart better invest in some home title lock. Anyway, this is the last promotion of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the last promotion of the show, HomeTitleLock.com. Again, I got to tell you guys about this stuff every single day because if I don't, then it will fall through the cracks and somebody will end up just like Frankie's dad, Frank producer Frankie from Mike Crispy's show, but they won't have it. They won't have these safeguards in place. So for Christmas, get it for yourself or ask for your wife to get it for you or get it for her and protect your home, protect your memories, protect your legacy to pass down to your children by going to hometitlelock.com today for less than 20 bucks a month, ladies and gentlemen. Use that promo code LFA. All right, one more story to get here and then we gotta go. Mike Crispy's coming up next, folks. Arizona Mark, Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich. I... Literally thought hell froze over when I saw this. I literally thought hell froze over when I saw this. Folks, this is actually good news. I wouldn't hold your breath, but it is good news. We all know that by Arizona law, they had to certify the election in order to then all these lawsuits to go through and then remove Katie Hobbs from the governor-elect seat. Okay, she's not governor yet. They certified the election. They got to be sworn in in January, right? Mark Burnovich, who is the attorney general from now until then, said something during the process that blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. Check this out, folks. <laughs> it's going to blow your mind. Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich was not using his nunchucks at this point. 
He actually was signing his portion of certifying the election, and he said this while signing it. Those who ride the tiger to seek power often end up inside. Now, what does that mean? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's something straight from something that John F. Kennedy said. Straight from what John F. Kennedy said. Now, I want to read this real quick. After the sham certification, Mark Burnovich may have hinted that he's actually going to do something about the criminal act. Now, I wouldn't hold your breath because, look, he didn't really do much before. But what he said while he signed it, that made me believe, dang, maybe he might be doing something. Okay? Let me, go, let me play this video for you. And I wanted to end the day with this. This is very, very important. Oh, no, hold on. Let's bring up the other video. There we go. Listen to what Mark Burnovich says while he's signing this certification, which he has to do by law right now. And I should note, I didn't know we were giving speeches today, but um, the governor and I, for some statute service, we're going to be witnesses to the certification. Uh, we do not actually certify the election. And I'm reminded of what John F. Kennedy often said, that uh, those who ride the tiger to seek power often end up inside. So there you I go. I know, know that I was hard to hear because the volume was today. low, and it was only in one side of my speakers here. But basically he said, I didn't know we were going to be giving speeches today. And he goes, I'm not certifying the election. That's not my job. I'm just a part, part of this. But I will, be, I will be reminded of something that John F. Kennedy said. Um, he said, those who ride the tiger to seek power often end up inside. Talking about jail. That is what Mark Burnovich said. And nobody's talking about that. I think that's big news. And I think it's something that we should definitely, definitely pay attention to. That's just me, folks. That's just me. Anyway, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy is coming up next. I will ask you all, if you cannot watch, to please go and give him a rumble. Same thing with Anna, uh, Anna Perez coming up next. I love each and every one of you. I'll see you back again at five. Again, Mike Crispy coming up next. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. Keep rumble this video on your way out. Keep sharing. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Have yourselves a good rest of your afternoon. Mike Crispy's coming up next. Love you. Peace. That will-